Welcome to another episode of the Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast. This podcast was designed to let you know that you aren't the only one that took forever to get it together. So the rabbit hole that you have stumbled down will hopefully help you understand that just when you think it's over, it's only the beginning. Just because you were dealt a bad hand doesn't mean you have to keep it. Welcome to the Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast. And what's up? Good morning. Happy, happy to think today's Tuesday. Uh, good morning to y'all. Um, this is another up the episode of the, uh, I can't talk today. Another episode of the Knucklehead Chronicles podcast. It is your man, the guru, Terry. You guys know me. Uh, that listen to the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me for another episode. Now, um, we're going to get into, uh, another episode here because I, I want to, talk about because in my last episode before we get into that let me let me do my thing um i need for everyone that's listening to this go to uh bs3 dot i mean bs3 bs3 tv live.com go to that website i want you to to subscribe to that particular uh channel if you have a roku device in your home on sundays me Kevin Peoples, Ernest Harris, and Quinn Stewart. We go live on that network at 2.30 uh, Central Standard Time every single Sunday. You guys check that out. Uh, our live shows, uh, are, we just got back together. So we did, our, we did our premiere episode, and then it was Mother's Day. And now this is episode two of the of the live show. We're going to talk about some interesting topics. We're going to talk about uh, Casey and Vicki White. We're going to talk about uh, a, a bunch of other things uh, coming up. Uh, what's current? Uh, Roe v. Wade is a big one that's gonna uh, be a discussion, and we're gonna get into it. So make sure you join us. It's a little bit different than what I do uh, the, on, on the Origin series because the Origin series is my story. Uh, the panel, the live panel, is everybody else um, with everybody else. So we're going to get into that. So here we go, y'all. We're gonna get into. Uh, we're gonna get into Idaho year two. Well, I kind of gave you, I kind of gave you all of Idaho in year one, right? <laughs> Which is maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should have waited uh, and give it to you in, in bits and pieces. But I can't go back and cover and uh, uh, cover up holes that I've, uh, I'm, I'm sure that I've uh, I've messed up and not um, talked about. Now, I'm going to tell you how stupid I am before I get into this thing. I'm just going to tell you how stupid I am. You know, as men, you, you never know uh, what level of stupid you're on until you realize you're on that level of stupid. <laughs> so, now I'm going to flash you guys back all the way to 2016. Now, because, uh, twenty yeah, 2016. Uh, and before me and Melissa even came out to Idaho, all right, we'll flash you all the way back. I know, I know, it's, it's uh, almost, you know, uh, six years removed, but we're going to flash you all the way back to 2016. Um, me and Melissa were dating. We were dating long distance, though, right? So uh, she was in Illinois. She was living with her mother. I was in North Carolina living, with, living in a hotel. Um, slumming it pretty good. I mean, I, I had a job, you know, all that. Uh, 
And at this particular moment, this time, I had a, I had a pretty okay social media presence. I was on an app called Periscope. Um, I don't think Facebook Live had went live yet. Uh, there was rumblings of it, though, I think, at, back in 2016. But Periscope, uh, which, which was owned by Twitter, for those of you guys are, that are uh, millennials and new hits, I'm sorry, not, not millennials, but the new generation folk, probably know, don't know what, uh, what Periscope was, but Periscope was owned by Twitter. And I met a whole bunch of people on Periscope. And um, I used to do some shows, you know, some people say I had a very seductive voice. I listen to myself every time I do a live. I don't hear it, <laughs> but when some women do. Um, so I had a lot of fans, you know. And this is before, like I say, this is before you know, Melissa and I decided to be, you know, uh, to be together like permanently with the Idaho trip, the Idaho move. Um, and so I had a lot of fans. And one fan in particular, you know, she lived in Jersey, uh, and she thought that I was going to come and visit her. Um, and that was the plan. That was the plan. The plan was to, if I could be honest, that was the plan. The plan was to, um, you know, see what it was with Melissa and then go and visit this young lady and see what it was. You know what I'm saying? However, though, Melissa came, that was it. Once, once, once Melissa came into the game, it, it was all over. However, uh, I still kept the memory alive for this young lady. You know, so I kept that one foot, you know, and I tell you, when you start doing that, you guys, we have to, which brings me to my first point, you know, we had to learn how to absolutely slam doors in our life. We leave those bad boys cracked. You know, you give you give the you give the enemy the opportunity to sneak back in or you know, get back in. So I did not close this door, and and it was because it was because I, I didn't want to close it. If I could be honest, it wasn't it wasn't that you know I had I had some kind of mental block that kept me from closing it. It wasn't that that if I could be real, it was the fact that um, you know the fact that I wanted to keep it open. I was I was interested. I was curious. You know what I'm saying. In this moment in my life, I had no idea what I was doing, man. I was kind of just going with the flow, you know. I was going with, I was going with what felt good at the, in the moment. And Melissa was just at the at at that time, she was my savior. She didn't know it, and I didn't know it either. But, um, so, but it, it, either way, um, I kept communication with this young lady, right. No way I shouldn't have, but I did, right? But it, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak my truth. I can't speak it in present tense because I, it, that's no longer the case. You know, I, I can speak it what it was then, um, and I kept communication with it. So now, this is before she got married because she got married too. You know what I'm saying? But this is later, um, and. I was at this point in time. I had already left the casino. So if you remember the last episode, I told you guys I was working at a casino, and I was a blackjack dealer and a pit boss. Um, so I was got I got released from that particular job in Nevada, and my next job after that was moving furniture. Uh, 
for this this moving company called Ford Moving Company out in Twin Falls. Shout out to Mallory and Miss um, uh, McClellan uh, and Steve. She didn't call. Um, so me and Steve and another young man went on a job up in um, the mountains of Idaho. This is where Bruce Willis, uh, Bruce Willis lives. We was out that way, you know, in the high red district. We do the move for a young man. And at this time, at this portion of the game, there's an app called Glide. I'm not even sure if Glide's still around. Uh, but Glide was one of those messaging apps, kind of like, uh, oh, man. Uh, I can't think of the name of the app now. But if you guys remember Glide, Glide was the one that introduced uh, defacing messaging, you know, to people. And so I I was on Glide, she was on Glide, right? So I had I had Glide on my phone, and then I had an iPad, so I had Glide on my iPad. Now when I went to, on this job, we were now mind you, excuse me, we were three and a half hours out from where we from where I live, so we were way out there, and uh, I'm I'm chatting with this young lady via Glide, right? I hope you guys see where this is going. <laughs> I was chatting with this young lady via Glide, and you know, I was saying stuff like, you know, I shouldn't have came out here, you know, with Melissa. I should have, you know, I should have came to see her first, this and that, and the third, right? Um, sending all these kind of crazy messages, and what I didn't realize until later was that my Glide. Uh, login was linked to my iPad. So I had my phone with me and my iPad was linked to the Glide too. So everything that I did on my phone transparent, especially, especially when she responded, uh, all of that went through on my iPad as well. So she um, retrieved and heard every single message that I sent this young lady via Glide on my iPad. Let that sink in for a second. Hmm. Yeah, that was like that. And so, um, you know, and it didn't really dawn on me. It didn't really dawn on me until, you know, later. So I get ready to call her. So we take a lunch break. And I call her up. And the first thing I say is, hey, honey, what's going on? What's, how's your day going? Da, da, da. I just play it off like it's nothing. I, you know, to me, it was normal, right? But to her, it wasn't so much. And, and she says, hello. And I knew right away, you know, sometimes when you're, when, you're, when you're used to hearing, hey, babe, or what's up, love, or whatever, and it goes from that to, hello, you know it's, it's trouble. Right, guys. That's my second point. <laughs> Listen to me. If the rule, if if something changes, if the rules change in the middle of the game, you better believe it. You better be able to recognize it. Right. If she has responded to you in such a way for this long, for a, a while, and then she starts responding in a whole different direction, you need to check it. If there's a, if there, if there's any kind of change, I'm gonna need for y'all to go ahead on. And take a look into it. I didn't. And I almost lost my wife. Which was my wife then. We wasn't married then. But I almost lost her. You know. So 
I caught we we just we just conversation, and and I'm like, babe, what's going on? What's that? What's that? And she was like, hello. So, uh, how's your conversation with old girl going? She she mentioned her name, but I won't do it here. But uh, she was like, how's that conversation going? I'm like, what are you talking about? She says, honey. She says, every message, every video that you're sending, I can see it. And all I could think, bruh, what the hell? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it, she was like, you know, don't worry about it. You know, and she was just as calm. She was just as calm as she wanted to be. She said, don't worry about it. She said, just when you get back, just I have your stuff outside in the garage. You can pick it up from there. You can go wherever you want. Do whatever you want, but I don't need that in my life. And that was it. Now, I'm three and a half hours out. I want to. I, I want to argue. I was at. I was at this. This was at the part of my life where I wanted to argue all the time. Just like, no, no, no. You never. You never do this to me. You know. You gonna talk to me. You gonna talk to me, and I'm sitting there. <laughs> I'm going back and forth. I'm getting mad at her. It's typical man shit. Typical man shit. I get mad at her for checking me. Like what? How does how? Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. How do I get mad at her for checking me for being in my nonsense? How does that even work, right? But that was the, that was that man shit I was on that, that misogynistic toxic bullshit that I was on, and you know, I we, I tried to argue with her for like hours, but it was kind of hard to argue with her because I was at work, and she stopped communicating, and and it was easy for her to stop communicating because I was at work. I was three and a half hours away. I wasn't in the phase, and so we finally get done with the job. We get in the truck, and we're coming back to Twin Falls. And so we talked by calling. And she was like, she says, no, Terry, you should have you should have told me that you felt this way. And I wouldn't we wouldn't have done this. You know. And I was like, well, I don't think it was this. I mean, I was I was on such bullshit back then. You know, like I I often ask myself, how the hell did I survive this long? You know, how about how about survive this this life for forty seven years? on the bullshit that I was on back then. It was crazy. Like, I should have been dead. Somebody should have shot me in the face a long time ago. But that's neither here nor there, and I'm thankful that nobody shot me in the face. But <laughs> but I, I could understand. And so that was, that moment with uh, that situation was just the scariest because, honestly, in that moment, I had nowhere to go. I had people, I call, I call people, you know, because I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm just going to get on the plane and I'm just going to get my stuff because I didn't have anything. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm just going to get my stuff and I'm going to go and, and go back, let's go back home, back to North Carolina and just restart and all that. When in the back of my mind, I knew, I knew darn well I didn't want to go back home because I don't want to hear all those people saying, I told you so. You know, and you got people in your life that's going to do that. They're waiting. They're waiting to hear you. They're waiting to hear you with that. I told you so. That's just what, that's life. That's just what that is. They're waiting to hear 
or they're waiting to, to drop the I Told You song. But you can't give them that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I begged my I begged my way back. Um, and she let me back in. But like I said in the last episode, you know, how many times are you going to do that before you burn every single piece of the bridge? How many times do you think that you're going to lie to her? How many times do you think you're going to cheat on her before it's over? But every time you do it, like I said, like I said in the last episode, every time you do it, it, it takes a piece of her. This is something that I had to learn. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not versed. I wasn't versed in it. I mean, I've been, I've been on this on this planet long on um, for 47 years. However, I wasn't versed on on certain things, and I didn't know that I was, I was totally destroying what we had. Trust was gone. Love's gone. You know, it took a while. You know, but again, and then again, on top of that, we weren't married yet. So there was no obligation. Both of us could have dipped on each other. But I, I believe uh, that there wasn't, nobody dipped on each other. Nobody dipped on each other because of Terry Jr. I really believe that. And that, and, and, and uh, I don't know. I think, I think that's more so me than her. I think she, she is, uh, very strong woman, and she's very innovative. I mean, uh, uh, inquisitive. If she wants, if, if she wants to do something, she's headstrong. She can make it happen. Don't, don't need a man for that, you know. Um, but all this stuff, I had to learn it, you know. Um, and so that was the that was the first major inc- that was the first major incident that was just like you stupid, like you just stupid, like how you didn't know that the messages on the phone through the same app that's on your iPad was going to go through on the iPad. It's really stupid. Uh, that incident happened again, but that's neither here nor there. You know, as I close this episode out, I just, you know, I want people to understand that, you know, you get one shot, man, sometimes two. And it, we have to learn how to make better choices. Um, you can't call them mistakes. And I, and I used to say that all the time. I used to be like, oh, baby, I made a mistake. No, no. wasn't a mistake. That was an all-the-way choice that I made in good conscience. But a lot of men want to admit that. They want to admit the fact that they made a, they made a bad choice. They want to admit that. They rather, they, rather, they rather beat the dead horse of, oh, it was, I, it was a mistake, babe. It was a mistake, babe. It doesn't work that way, fellas. It don't. But moving on. Um, we were still, I mean, we got past it eventually. I got past it during that instantly. It took my wife a year, maybe two. And, and all of it, I mean, and there's still times where she struggled with those past infidelities because I, I've done things to, uh, to compact and impound it. You know, I've been, a, I've been a lot better. You know, I've been a lot, I've been a lot better and done a lot better. Uh, but it doesn't, you know, it takes time of doing the right shit to outweigh the time of the bad shit, if that makes sense. So if I've been if I've been if I've been shitty for four and a half years, I can't 
be good for six months and think it's going to be okay. It's not. You know? And so that's where we are. That's where the fuck we are. Um, we, you know, we have our struggles, but we do love each other. And we're willing to fight. We're, we're actually in therapy together right now. You know what I'm saying? Because everything. So she's the love of my life. I do anything in the world for her. She knows it. Um, yeah, there's that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's, that's all I have on this episode. But, you know, Idaho, that whole experience, you know, I can go um, – I can go year in and year out on the situations that happened in Idaho. It was just so many dumb things that I've done, things that we ex- that we experienced together. Uh, and maybe I, maybe I might explore those on on, on in uh, upcoming episodes. But uh, Idaho was a definitely a different experience, it's, especially for me being black and living in a, a, a in a state that's predominantly white. Uh, that was interesting. My job was interesting. I met some interesting people. Um, but maybe I think I, I, I'm going to explore the Idaho section of our relationship. But my message there is plain is is plainly this: is that don't waste your time worrying about something that's not in your face. Does that make sense? Don't waste your time worrying about things that's not in your face. If it's a situation, if you're if you're blind, if you're juggling two people. Oh, if we're juggling two, situ- two situations, you can't worry about what's not here. You know? And you have to make a informed and educated decision before you make any moves. One thing with one thing about people, me, I'll speak on me. I don't, I don't know about everybody else, but I'll speak on me. I struggled because um, I just knew I had it figured out. When I ain't no darn, I ain't no jack crap about my life. I ain't no jack crap about me. I didn't know what made me happy. I didn't know what made me tick. I was just living. I was just living for the moment, in the moment. You know, at some point, you have to come to some kind of self-awareness about you. And I didn't do that until it was too late, or almost too late. But I've been blessed. And she's, like I said, she's stuck by my side. I'm not sure how long, I'm not sure, uh, Probably reluctantly, uh, reluctantly, still by my side. Uh, purely, out, I, I'm not saying it's purely out of, out of uh, obligation, but you know, she's not obligated to me. Even though we are married now, there's no obligation there. If she wants to, if she wants to, to seek her king, I, I can't do nothing about that. But I, I have to understand at the same time that I I caused every syllable, every inch, every palp, every heart palpitation of that. Situation that I perpetuated that that was me, and that's that's what I had to. I got to realize that I'm at that place to where I realize that. So don't let it get too far. Don't get, don't get too far before uh, you do what needs to do. What needs to be done. Don't you know? Don't take it for granted. All right, we're going to explore Idaho. There's so many different stories. That's not the only. That's just, that's only the first one. There's so many different stories of Idaho. Uh, we'll get into, um, but in the, mean, in the meantime, in between time, you guys have a great rest of your day. We'll see you on the next episode.
Thank you for listening. I hope I didn't fry your brain too bad. Come back through and give me another chance. You can listen on all platforms and visit us at knuckleheadchroniclespodcast.podbean.com. Until next time, in the words of the incomparable Jerry Springer, take care of yourself and each other.